Welcome back to the Casey Pump Podcast. With us today, we got Brady, Aiden, myself, Keyshawn. Ryan's not here just yet, but he will be uh, joining us shortly, I hope. Um, and so today's episode is going to be part part three, I guess, of the Casey Pump draft episodes. Uh, just kind of going over our general thoughts and, uh, you know, what what our, how good our teams did. And, you know, if teams messed up with, like, you know, taking players too early or whatnot. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, let's start with, like, just thoughts on, like, the virtual draft. Aiden, you want to say what you're thinking? Yeah, you know, it was. I think the NFL, like credits to them, they actually did a pretty good job. Um, I think a lot of people were thinking that there was going to be like lots of glitches, lots of like uh, stuff that went wrong with it, but they actually did a pretty good job with it. Um, and I know no one ever likes to give props to Roger Goodell, but I gotta say he he took the booing really well this year. I think he did a really good job with that. It was really funny to see as well. So. Um, that's it's him one like thing. hyping up the crowd and like yeah. saying like oh yeah keep the booze going i thought like you know everyone like he knows everyone hates him so own it yeah, yeah exactly no that's really funny um but yeah those are like kind of just my overall thoughts on the entire setup how about yourself brady what do you think yeah, pretty me too i i i liked it a lot it was lots of fun um not too many like i didn't even experience any glitch is really like i didn't nothing really went too bad other than like just a delay over over line over the line but yeah it was it was good and they, they did you know the nice animations everything went really smoothly they pulled up they pulled up the players highlights super quick and uh it was pretty good i liked it a lot yeah i think one thing that keeps getting pointed out on social media is like it seems like every single player at espn found some kind of backstory like some tragic backstory uh like the one that was notable was t higgins like it said at the bottom just kind of not irrelevant because you know it's based off his life but like he they said like oh yeah t higgins mom battled drug addiction for 16 years or something like that and everyone's like why why, why expose him like that but actually t i don't know if you guys saw t higgins had a good response on twitter he's like i'm proud of my mom for overcoming it it's not something that we need to hide anymore so yeah. it's good, yeah, good on him but it was that's very that was awesome. uh that was something that like every single time like all you kept seeing was this person had this person die in their life or this person and you know not to take away from that but it seemed like espn was digging deep and finding every single one or nfl network whoever was doing it yeah no that's that's a really good thing to point out as well because that is a it's unfortunate but it was uh it was kind of interesting that um tsn espn whichever um station it was was pulling those up and i know uh, ESPN really did Odell dirty, so he wasn't very happy about that. Oh man, yeah, that's that's man. The guy's been in the league for what five years now? Four years now? Four years? Yeah. Five? Four or five years now? He's a highlight reel player. The guy's highlight tape is probably nine hours long. And the what? What do you? What highlight do you put up? Him smashing the kicking net? Like, are you kidding me? That's yeah. so disrespectful. And like, you know, I'm not just saying that. I, like, I feel like everyone that listens to the podcast knows that I like Odell. But, like, I'm not just saying that because it's Odell, man. That's brutal. Like, every other player got highlights. Why sewer Odell? Yeah. Like, I, I tease Odell a lot, but he's still a good player, and he has tons of highlights. Like, he, I mean, a great player, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, he, he still contributes a ton to teams. Um, you know, but people, all people see is, you know, what he's doing off the field and his, his little yeah. meltdowns here and there, so... It sucks because, you know, we, we do know he's a great – he is a great person off the field. And he does a ton with the fans and charities and stuff. So he's a yeah, really great course. person. But he, has, he just gets passionate, and that's what people see. So. Oh, well. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what's uh, – so, uh, like, I guess we can get into the draft. Um, let's start with uh, Aiden. Um, your team didn't have a first-round pick. Or What do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to talk about uh, our teams first? Or do you want to talk about the overall draft or – how we did in our mock drafts. What do you guys want to do? Brady, it's up to you. Um, just just overall, our, all our mock drafts were... Keyshan had the most <clears throat> accurate, so kudos to him. I was second, though, so let, yeah. let, let the record show. Yeah, pretty but, close. But yeah, like our, our mocks were... And everybody's mock. Like It wasn't just us. Everybody in the mm-hmm. world, their mocks were pretty far off. Um, I think a lot of people had the first top, the, the top three. That was good. <laughs> yeah, uh, top three, and then Giants come in throwing a wrench at four, taking Andrew Thomas, who was Andrew Thomas. Like on my on my personal board and on the the um, CIP board, he was the fourth tackle for me. 
Yeah. Um, I thought Wills and I thought Worfs were way better. Becton and Thomas could, you know, you could flip flop, but I still put Becton above them. And for them to go with Andrew Thomas, I feel like that kind of screwed a lot of people's mock drafts up. But, you know, I guess they saw something in him that uh, they didn't see in Werps, Wills, or uh, Becton. So hopefully they know what they're doing. Yeah, and like I said, you can't you can't go too wrong with any of those four the, the big four tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew they'd be gone. I knew all of them would be gone by by the time uh, Tampa Bay picked at fourteen. Um, so I was hoping one would last. And consistently, you know, we saw Thomas and Beckton kind of falling to fourteen, fifteen. But I I always put Wills and Worse as my top two. So it was it was interesting to see the the. The Giants pick him up at four, but you know they must just have a high grade on them on him, and um, you know scheme fit. And you know I don't know, I don't, I, you know I don't know each I don't know too much about each person's um, scheme fit and what every every team really wants to look for is moving on to do. So I guess Thomas was the best for them, and I'm sure he's going to turn out. Great. Yeah, I mean it, you know Gettleman is the uh, GM of the Giants. He was the GM of the Panthers uh, a little bit back. Right, am I am I just speaking out of my ass or? Hold on one sec. I just want to make sure I'm not. I don't sound like an absolute moron. Yeah, he was the general manager for Carolina. You know, he did some good in Carolina. Uh, you know, he picked up, grabbed us Christian McCaffrey, grabbed us, uh, you know, some decent offensive linemen. Like I think, but like I, uh, I don't know about this one. I, I think, uh, I think Worfs would have been my pick at number number four. But uh, you know, he fell down quite a bit to uh, to Brady's team, but. We'll get we'll get there in a bit. Yep. Uh, uh, and then we had uh, Tua versus Herbert. Uh, Dolphins went with Tua before Herbert got taken. Yep. Um, I mean, pretty standard. I I I don't I don't know what else to say about that pick. Aiden, you got anything? Um, no. I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see um, what happens between the two quarterbacks. Like both of them kind of had their issues. Um, Tua being injury. Justin Herbert apparently not like people didn't think he was going to translate well to the pro level Um, but it's just going to be interesting to see because both of them I think are going to be thrust into a uh, if not a starting role then like a pretty um, what's the word I'm thinking of like prevalent role substantial role yeah substantial role in that offense Um, so it's just going to be interesting to see how they match up At the end of the season, sorry, I'm having some like throat issues. Probably the COVID nineteen, but I mean, who knows, really? Yikes! Too um, soon? No, definitely not. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, I think it's just going to be really cool. I think the funniest thing about uh, Tua being drafted though was just the like pure disappointment in his father's like whole physique <laughs> when he got drafted for some reason. And what I find yeah. like, super interesting about that was like two or three months like earlier, his dad had said Miami is like the preferred draft location. Like that's where he wants Tua to go. Yeah, like I know Tua just kind of went through a hard time with like a it was a tornado or a hurricane that wrecked his car and like his apartment or something like that. So maybe they're just not in the right headspace right now. But uh, it, it it seemed like they were disappointed with the <clears throat> Miami pick. I don't yeah, know why don't know. either because Miami is in I think they're in a really good position now to get a little rebuild going because um Miami has so they got Tua with their fifth their first first round pick and then they got Austin Jackson so they addressed tackle mm-hmm. and then they got cornerback with Igbinogin. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, <laughs> but, wow, it's um, better pronunciation than I would have managed, so kudos to you so there. I don't think anyone had him going in the first, maybe aside from whatever school he went to, but Yeah. Um they, I mean, they addressed three needs that they had, and then they went on to pick. See, because and they also scooped up um, a, a guard and a ta- uh, defensive. Ta- yeah, they and grabbed. Yeah. Sorry, they grabbed Robert Hunt from Louisiana Lafayette. Um, so I, you know, more protection. The only thing that I think he has going against him, and that Herbert has going for him, is in terms of weapons. Like the Chargers' offense is very, very good. Like you have. Uh, Keenan Allen, stud receiver. Mike Williams, who I think can take a jump. Um, you do have Hunter Henry there, who when he's when he's healthy and on the field, he's good. Although he hasn't managed to do that too much in the last couple of years. Uh, Austin Eckler has proven himself to be a good running back. Um, 
I think the offensive line's kind of shaky in uh, in LA. But did they did they address that in the draft? Am I foolish for thinking that? Are we talking LA now? Yeah, I'm just looking at the Chargers really quick in comparison. Um, not in the first few rounds. I, I have, yeah, not, have uh, Kenneth Murray or a different Murray. Yeah. They got Kenneth Murray? No, they got they got Kenneth Murray. Oh, okay. He fell down. Yep. Or no, no, no. And, 23. Okay, yeah, yeah, 23. Yeah. So you, yeah. you got Kenneth Murray and you got another linebacker, Lewis. Yeah. And so. um, I, I just think like in terms of like the, the weapons that – uh, Tua is going to have. He's going to have Devontae Parker, who had a great year last year, and I, I really like Devontae Parker. He's but after that, af- after that, like you don't really have much, right? Like you have Mike Gesicki, who I'm a, a massive fan of, ex Penn State tight end. Shout out, but yeah. um, I don't think you have as much. So I think I think you could see Tua struggle in his first year compared to Herbert, but uh, both very talented quarterbacks. So I think both these teams make good picks here. Well, it all depends if um, he plays this year because i still That's think too, you know take 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 your year off get get fitzpatrick in there he can he can win or josh you know fitzpatrick rosen kind of thing to get healthy um let let your draft picks this year get some experience and then mm-hmm. next year they have i think they have two first round picks next year or something like that if it's not two first round picks they have like freaking four in the first two rounds so yeah so they can also load up with more needs there and then um mm-hmm. and like and don't forget they're, they got they're, a good team they're they're uh you were talking miami correct yep am i having a yeah uh they did sign they have two good cornerbacks now in byron jones and Xavier howard so you got that going for you i feel like you know this team could um you know they're 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 doing the right things in the rebuild and we could see them not winning a Super Bowl, but competing in a couple years, maybe maybe in two three seasons. You know, you never know, depending on how some of these guys turn out. Um, I don't think we want to run over every single pick of the first round, just because we. I feel like that would take too long. Uh, Ryan did join us though, so Ryan, how's it going? Great, doing uh, great. Thanks, thanks, thanks for joining. Um, so Aiden, do you, do you want to pick like two players outside of the top ten that uh, like kind of surprised you where they went or something like that? um outside of the top 10 interesting yeah um <laughs> or even number 10 because i feel like they're or, well number nine i guess was uh kind of more of a surprising pick but well so i gotta say like um very surprised that uh like uh there's like three guys that i'm thinking of really but um the two i'm gonna go with are um grant delpit and christian fulton those two guys i am mm. so because i like i thought they were gonna be like easy first round talents like easy but there was actually like there was quite a few guys that probably could have gone in the first round but fell to the second and then some guys like i a hadn't heard of b didn't think they were first round talents or c just i don't know like i don't know how they went in the first round like there was two guys that come off the top of my mind one of them was arnett and the other one was the uh, Seahawks backer. Um, can't remember his name. I had it like 10 seconds ago. but um, uh, Jordan Brooks. Yes, Jordan Brooks. I didn't think he was going to go that early. but Yeah, um, I, I definitely definitely some surprises there. Like like you said about like, – I, I kind of saw Delpit as a late first round, early second round. But like I was kind of still surprised when he didn't go first round. And Fulton Fulton fell hard. So uh, can't can't be disagreeing with you there. It could – yourself, Brady? Oh, never mind. Keep no, no, no. Go ahead, Brady. What I was going to say wasn't right. even that relevant. That's fine. Okay. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm more surprised with Fulton than Delpit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know other safeties were more of a complete safety than Delpit. So maybe more, you know, if, if you wanted a more strong safety, um, then you're not going to get Delpit because of his tackling issues and he's, he's more of an agile free safety, you know. So it just depends what the team's looking for and where they want to play them at safety and what what each team already has at safety. So sometimes it's just luck of the draw, and sometimes you know the team the team needs just doesn't fit it. But you know he he was still picked relatively early, you know early second round, kind of like like the tenth pick there or something. So it's not horrible. Um, if anything, I thought Xavier McKinney would go higher, but he didn't. But yeah. But yeah, it just it just depends because, like we said in the last podcast, I think every GM and team has their own grades on all the players, and they can be just so different than you know what beat writer there is saying or blah 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 analyst there is saying or YouTube guy there is saying. So 
like it's easy for us to look from like a general standpoint and make make a mock draft and a rank of the players but like for people you know people like seattle they had brooks way higher than you know patrick queen or kenneth murray so yeah it just depends just depends what scheme you have and what player you think best fits that scheme or you know where you want them to play so you know at the end of the day it, you know, it makes sense and um, I was I was I was saying this earlier before we went on. It's it's so hard to judge draft picks right now because we haven't seen them play in the NFL yet. You have to give them like five years or, or even more to to really judge. You know, was that pick was that player worth that pick? Um, you know, I think a, I think a great example of that Brady is a guy we just talked about, Devontae Parker, right? Like it it took him some time to really get going in the league, but last year with Fitzpatrick and Rosen throwing to him, the guy exploded. He had a great year. So yeah. you, got, you definitely have to keep in mind when considering like you know draft picks um like Jalen Rieger was an example we were talking about before the draft right Brady like where he went yeah. pretty early like he went to Philly correct yep yes so he, he went to Philly at 21 and I I don't know people people weren't happy with that one they thought there, there was a better value but uh I I think he could be pretty good I'm a big TCU guy as well though not not just Penn State but uh yep I I uh I do like Jalen Rieger it just it just we just got to wait and see because you know, Joe Burrow, you know, he's clear number one best college season ever. Um, you know, people think he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback and um, he could end up being like a Carson Palmer. We just, yeah. we don't, we don't, obviously I don't think he will, but you know, busts happen all the time. You know, look at Ryan Lee for Jamarcus Russell. People yep. thought these guys are going to be the next big thing. Studs in and, college and never panned out, yeah. right? And that just happens. And then obviously the vice, vice versa happens. You have players who dropped to the third, fourth round. You know, maybe Zach Bond ends up being an all-pro linebacker. You don't know. So yeah, or even you know, guys like uh, I don't want to go Panthers only, but Eater Grossmatos, late late pick. You know, he could end yeah. up being really good. That guy had a first round grade. But going out out of this draft, like look at Russell Wilson. The guy was a third round pick, bounced around in college and like to two different schools, Nebraska and uh, NC State, or NC State then no, no NC State then Wisconsin. Excuse and then uh, he ends up being a Hall of Famer. Well, he will be a Hall of Famer, right, Russ? Yeah. 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 Um, but Brady, your two guys that uh, that went in a different spot than you think, thought they would have. Do you have two? Um, do I have two? Okay. If you well, if you um, want to just do one, it's all good. Obviously, obviously, like Tristan Worse. Yeah. Um, he dropped a ton. Um. Oh God, I didn't, I didn't really have uh, Ayuk going first round. Yeah, me neither. But I think it's a good pick when you think about it. Um, I also I also had Chase. I didn't think Chase on would go down to twenty. Yeah, I had Chase on. Well, I had, actually I had Chase on at seventeen. But uh, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, no. That I think he he dropped a little. Well, actually, Brady, you also had him at at uh, seventeen. Okay. Well, I thought I thought he'd probably like was a... seventeen or or higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but, I agree you know, with that. I, I think he's a very talented player. Oh yeah, all the teams in front of them just um, needed wide receivers and, and corners and stuff. So there was that. Um, other than that, like obviously, just like the people who dropped. So like Zach Bond, Fulton, um, Josh Jones. That was a huge one. I think a lot of people Josh had, Jones dropped hard. Man, a ton of people had Josh Jones as the 18th pick for Miami to get, but they took mm-hmm. Austin Jackson instead, and then just no one took Jones until mid third round. So. Or yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. Yeah, so I think that was that was that was my biggest surprises with was uh, Zach Bond and Josh Jones. How about yourself, Ryan? Two players that um, didn't go in a spot that you thought they should have or would have. Well, probably the easiest one is Fulton. I mean, he dropped so far. Yeah. Um, which was really oh, and uh, Xavier McKinney. That's another one. Uh, he dropped Where did McKinney fall round, to? Oh, second round. Yeah, New yeah. Giants. Early second um, round. Yeah. yeah, even though it was early second round, he was still, like ahead of a yeah. lot of the cornerbacks and, and everybody else that went before him. So he was I a thought surprise he, for me. I thought McKinney was a top 20 guy. So, yeah, that is that that was pretty surprising for me as well. But I McKinney, think... McKinney was the first safety picked. So he was he still was. like number – he was still number one safety. So if you look yeah, at that, still way, he was supposed to go in the first round. And he dropped all the way to the second. So yeah, but like he was only, he was the third. Oh, that, to be that, fair, pick, like pick both 36. safeties, they're back to back. Yeah, or Duggar. Yeah, him and Delpit. Both. I don't know why the safety position wasn't valued as high in this draft, but 
Well, usually I guess when there's other like aren't the highest position. Yeah, I think cornerback is more valuable than safety. Um, you know, as we can see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six cornerbacks taken in the first round. Yeah, if my counting's correct. And then, yeah, um, I. But so. as soon as the second round started, four safeties within the top fifteen. So. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I'm going to talk about here is uh, the Kyle Duggar pick out of Lenore Ryan, D2, D2 guy. Um, I'd actually, yeah. I've known about him for a while. There's this NFL website called NFL Back to Campus where they spotlight some like NFL draft prospect. Uh, Duggar, Duggar, however you pronounce his name, was one of them. Duggar. And his story is pretty cool. Like He was like a really short kid, under like undersized all through high school, and then went to like hit a growth spurt in in when he was in like in college went from like 510 or 58 or something like that to 6 foot 5 or something oh, it's yeah, ridiculous yeah, the guy's he, massive he, he grew yeah and um i you know i love stories like that and obviously bill belichick takes a pick on a, a d2 guy who's going to end up being the best safety to ever play the game just cuz that's obviously know. always how it goes and I, I, I think my other guy comes a pick right after that it's uh Yitor Gross Matos he Penn State defensive end Goes to goes to my boys, Carolina, um, and uh, I like I think you know he was a first round talent. Like I, I had him. Oh no, maybe I didn't have him going in the first round of my draft. Oh no, I did. I'm going 23rd in New England. But uh, he, he, I thought he was a bona fide first round talent for him to fall to Carolina at uh, you know in the second round, pick six in the seventh round if I'm or second round if um. Like I don't know, that's great for great for Carolina, great value in my opinion. Oh yeah, I thought Matos Matt, Matos was yeah. your first round pick too, but you know, like but like when you look at this draft, the first round technically went to like round two point five, like two and a yeah, half. Yeah, honestly, like up up until like AJ Epinesa, I think that's where you can draw where like the first round became the second round because, like everyone else says, this is like one of the deepest draft classes we've seen in a long time especially for yeah. like uh wide receivers people say this is like the, the deepest wide receiver draft uh class in a long time um cool to, yeah you know what speaking that. of receivers one other guy i wanted to spotlight really quick was uh canadian boy chase claypool getting drafted in the second second round of the steelers um you know always gotta always gotta give love to our canadian fellow canadians that make it so good for him yep. him and gallimore both yeah and neville gallimore um yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty cool stuff to see more Canadians getting into the league, and especially you know with early picks. Gallimore was a third rounder, if I'm not mistaken. We walked yeah. so they can run. Exactly, exactly, Ryan. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think we let's uh, uh you know let's get let's get a little personal here. We can talk about like our our own team's drafts here. Um, we can we can go we can go alphabetical, I guess. Aiden, we can start with you. No first round pick for Chicago, but. Uh, what you what do you think about the draft or the first couple <clears throat> rounds, first couple picks, whatever you want? First. Um, well, so you know what, I'll I'll go, yeah, I'll just talk about like every um meaningful pick. I'll put it that way. Uh, I'm pretty happy that we got Simmons. I'm just unhappy that it was the wrong Simmons. Um, <laughs> with the very last pick <laughs> they drafted, I was like, I was, I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute, hold on, you're not looking at the right team. <laughs> nope they they drafted Lechavius Simmons, an offensive tackle out of Tennessee State, so. Um, hey, you also got Mac from Buffalo, so that's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. So that's that's actually kind of cool. I wonder if he's yeah. actually going to do anything. I kind of hope they keep him around because that would be really funny to see Mac and Mac. Um, it's just it's just good for, for just locker room morale and Khalil's morale. Oh and yeah, it's just hilarious. It's just a, it's like just a cool thing. But if he's act, if he's like a liability and he's in a roster spot, then probably. Not. Oh, of course. Well, but like that's the yeah. I I can't see him being an absolute liability because apparently he was actually pretty decent at Buffalo. He was just like very underlooked. Um, but I think it's really cool that they picked yeah. him up. But I mean, so their top two picks, both of their second round picks. Um, I'll start with uh, Josh Johnson just because like, um, he's the guy that doesn't make me want to, um, necessarily question my faith to the bears but or sorry jalen johnson i misspoke out of utah i actually really like this guy i thought he was like he was a really good corner i'm surprised he kind of i'm kind of surprised he dropped down to the second especially pick number 50 but i'm pretty happy with it um i'm happy they decided to draft a corner because that's really what they needed um 
that in my opinion that and wide receiver were what they needed they filled one so i mean can't complain too much um now when it comes to uh cole Komet. um it's it's an interesting pick because like everyone knows they have 10 tight ends on their roster currently um which of course they're going to skim it down to maybe four um but it's just like hey you love depth right so no i'm kidding it's interesting. I mean, part of me is very happy because the way I see it, they've got another target. It's like getting a wide receiver, um, but it's it's a position that I don't think they really needed, but I think they decided they might as well take the best at that position because like not another tight end was off the board at that time, so they thought to themselves, like, might as well take the number one guy at a position just so we can have a number one guy. Um and I mean, I, I do like Cole Komet, and I think as a red zone threat, he's kind of what the Bears need. Um, just another target for Trubisky to get the ball out to, uh, or Foles. Like, and that might be one thing. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. With them picking up Foles, I wonder if them getting Komet is going to be like a Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard type situation. Like, I wonder if they're getting another target that Foles is going to kind of be... Like, they're going to kind of gear their playbook towards running two tight end so that Foles can have that familiarity with throwing to his tight ends. Um, Sorry, um, really quick. Who's the who's the other tight end? I'm drawing a blank uh, in, in Chicago then. Jimmy if you're Graham. saying Dallas Goddard, Zachary, Jimmy Graham, that's who they signed. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was, I was kind of wondering if that's what it's going to be. But, I mean, that being said, like, I was a little upset at the time. I'm not going to lie because I kind of – I thought it would be really cool. Well, I guess Claypool went before, like literally the pick before them. But um, – Yeah. Uh, nope. Claypool went the pick after or a couple picks after. Oh, he went before their 50. Okay. I was kind of hoping they'd He draft... went before the Jalen Johnson pick, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I was kind of hoping they'd pick him at 43. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'll I'll throw things if it doesn't pan out in two years. But um, at this point, I'm just optimistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Fair enough. How about you, Brady? You want to go over? Do you want to talk about the box and the Patriots, or just the box? Or um, I can do both. Both my teams. Uh, do New England first. Um, obviously, uh, you know, New England got a, a low draft grade. You know, a, a C plus by many experts. And you know, I, it's again, it's it's too early to decide because you know Bill drafted these players that you know people heard of or D two and stuff like that. Um, I think one that a lot of people like is is Uche, um, our defensive end or outside linebacker. I think he's gonna be really good because um, we, we did need linebacker because we only got we basically only got. Uh, Dante Hightower for you know our inside linebacker position or yeah. like the linebacking core. I know Uche is more outside and uh, and DN, but but still. And then we got an outside linebacker Jennings as well. And then we got two tight ends, which was kind of a little a little bit questionable. But we only have two tight ends on the roster, and then we signed more tight ends after the draft was over. They really stacked up on DN uh, tight ends, and we also got a white supremacist kicker. So that's cool too. He is getting that oh, tattoo lasered yeah. off. I'll say that to him. Yeah. And his uh, def- uh, I, but um, you know, he's he's a little questionable. His, his Twitter's, you know, it's what? a little questionable. Wait, well, hold on, what? Brady, you want to pull him in here? I don't know. The Patriots just got like a full-on Nazi. So. Yeah. What he, do you he mean? Has, <laughs> he, he has a he has a three percenter tattoo on his on his arm that he's getting filled or covered up. So. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know he came from like. Arkansas State or something stupid like that. Yeah, he's, he's he's a little rough, but he's an unreal kicker. He was he like routinely hits fifty yarders in games, and um, they showed this one clip where it was like a just a torrential downpour wins, and it was like a game on the line. He was iced twice, and then uh, he just nailed a, like a fifty-five yarder. So that was pretty cool too. You hear that, folks? Belichick don't care if you're a white supremacist. If you can kick, you can kick. <laughs> if, dude, yeah. Belichick is just just do your job, and that's it. He doesn't care. Yeah, he's gonna get his ass beat, bro. He's gonna get his ass beat. Yeah. Oh yeah. You never know. 100%. Yo, he's gonna yeah. get. He's gonna kick the ball and just get ta- like hit so hard. <laughs> but hey, um, you know, you know, you never know with Belichick. Like, I think. Uh, 
they'll they'll always have good draft picks. Though you know, yeah. you can scratch your head. You can scratch your head all you want. Belichick knows what he's. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure, like, like Ishan said, I'm sure Duggar's gonna turn out to be an All Pro safety. You know, it's it's always the ones that just no one knows about it. You know, Belichick is be- definitely one of the best drafters, and um, he knows what to look for after all these years. So that's pretty good. I'm so like I'm, you know, it didn't make any headlines, but you know, the Patriots I think had a good draft. Um, didn't didn't get a quarterback, so that kind of confirms the fact that you know he's and he, he did say in quotes after the draft he's very comfortable and confident with um jason studham being the i call him studham not stidham Stud, jared stidham yeah the guy i like the guy I, i've always ex, liked ex baylor quarterback you know transfers to yeah. auburn and then yeah yeah I'm, I'm actually a big stidham fan but uh me too he's not gonna be a freaking pro bowl quarterback but you know can you get the job done sure you know I don't. I don't think we had to waste a first rounder on, on a quarterback, and unfortunately, they're not gonna. They're not gonna tank for Trevor Lewis either. But you know, you never know what kind of quarterback comes their way, or if uh, if a free agent quarterback wants to join. We'll see about that. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a fantastic draft, in my opinion. Um, luckily, luckily to them, they got Tristan Wirfs, one of the best tackles in the draft class this year. Um, they said after the draft that they were always trying to draft up but none of the teams um were going to trade like carolina was locked on staying in 700 arizona was um, locked on as well um jacksonville is committed to getting henderson's so, like none of the teams wanted to trade and they said that the trade they did do with the san fran to move up one it happened within the a minute left on the clock so it was very um you know last minute and um basically it was a move to block other teams from moving up not so much because they thought you know san was going to get worse which they were um you know they were going to take kinlaw the whole way but it was more so so um you know a team like miami doesn't use their two first to move up or something like that or uh, another team to snag uh to snag worse you know one of the best tackles there so he gets to guard tom brady and then you got um winfield jr in the second round who i absolutely love um you know he could have easily gone uh first round as well um definitely you know, a physical a physical guy he can he can play for sure very versatile so that's gonna be really fun to see him and they got Keyshawn vaughn a running back what a um, great name sucked to see hilaire go in the first but you know ryan was right and i was hoping he wouldn't be right but like i, I agreed with him that he's definitely um, one of the better, you know, offensive uh, receiving backs in the draft. Are, I he, called he's, it. He's the best. Ryan's so, hot take did, did come you. to fruition. So. Yep, he was First right. running back taken and in the first round. What's up? Sucks yeah. that he went to friggin' Kansas City, though, eh? Just yes. make that make that offense unreal. Why don't you? Really going to make that offense unreal. I'm, I'm really upset about that. Same with, like, you know... Baltimore getting J.K. Dobson, Dod Dobbins, and Patrick Queen like that. I, yeah. I just and Malik Harrison. That was another play I was gonna say. I, th- I had him in my first round in one of my early mocks. Me too. And then I I took him out, but I still thought he was gonna be like second round or something. But he's he dropped. So it sucks that freaking Baltimore gets Patrick Queen and Malik Harrison. So they really um sure up there. And then one of the best deals in the draft, in my opinion, is Tyler Johnson. Uh, wide receiver uh, for Tampa Bay. He had an unreal season last year, and um, you know he had like 1,200, 1,200 yards, fourteen touchdowns. I forget. What do you go to Minnesota or something? I forget. But um. Uh yeah, I, you know what? I'm actually not too sure, but I it's, it's gonna you know put put him in a slot. He's an easy number three receiver, you know, right away. So um, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really fun. Uh, Keyshan, yeah, do you next? Because we'll you know, save Ryan for last, unless you already went. Forget it. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I can, I can go next. Um, you know, first time ever a team has ever uh, gone with seven defensive players and, and with seven picks in a draft. So, you know, I usually I'm a big, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the offense. I played defense in high school, love defense, but love offensive picks just because you can see dividends quicker than you can with defensive players. But, um, that's that uh, economics education coming in there. But my goodness, what a draft! Like starting with with Derek Brown, we we were on a Zoom call, uh, just talking about whether like you know 
what Carolina was going to do during this pick. And I said, you know, I'm fine with, I, I want Simmons, but I'm okay with Derek Brown. Derek Brown's going to be a stud and they want Derek Brown. So you can't be, you can't really be too mad about it. Um, so I, I like the pick there. Uh, then second round, we get first round talent, in my opinion, Yeter Gross Matos. Great pick. We talked about him earlier. Fantastic. Can't go wrong. Um, Jeremy Chin was our other second round pick. We traded up, we gave up our third round pick, moved up in the second round, uh, grabbed Jeremy Chin, a safety from, oh, I think it's like it's like Southern Illinois, right? Can anybody fact check that for me? Um, or I can just do it. It's fine. Good me. Yeah, Southern Illinois. Um, a good, a good pick in my opinion. The guy plays really hard. I'm really excited to see what he does. Uh, Notre Dame quarterback in the fourth round, Troy Pride Jr. You know, we need corner. I think Troy Pride, I think he was projected to be like a, a first or second round pick like earlier on in the season, but uh, Panthers get him in the fourth. I think he can actually compete on day one uh, to start opposite of uh, Dante Jackson. Uh, LSU, DBU, right, Ryan? Uh, yes. Yes. And then, uh, Kenny, I, I just need somebody to break the silence really quick of you guys not talking. And then we have our fifth round pick, who I'm very, very excited for, and this is all I'll go into. Uh, Kenny Robinson, West safety from West Virginia. Uh, so now we have Chin and Robinson to address the safeties. Uh, we still do have Trey Boston, who I'm a big fan of, but Kenny Robinson is a really interesting pick. So he was kicked out of West Virginia for academic fraud, and it was like, you know, he, he acknowledged that it was really stupid what he did. He was uh struggling with like trying to balance work life and home or you know like school life work life and home life uh work life being football and um he ended up committing academic fraud by having somebody else do an assignment and the person that did the assignment submitted it while he was in class or while he's supposed to be in a team meeting and so that's how he got caught and then they kicked him out of the university you know and uh he realized, like, I, th I think his mom needed some medical treatment. Uh, you know, now I'm sending like NFL Network just going into this sad story. But uh, uh, he went into the uh, went into the XFL, balled out there for St. Louis, and then became a fifth-round pick in the NFL. So uh, he's got pro experience, which is something no other NFL draft pick has. So I think, I think that... Um, those first five were great. We took another Baylor player from uh, Matt Rule's time at, at Baylor in the sixth round, and I don't really remember our seventh round pick, which is not great, but uh, I think uh, I think it's a great defensive draft, and I love that. You know, a team doesn't get rebuilt in a day. Carolina is not a great team. Obviously, you're picking that seven, but we're making steps. I think, you know, we have a good draft next year. We're, we're looking at uh, getting back not – not making the Super Bowl. I want to say this right now, Brady, but we're getting back towards, you know, getting to the Super Bowl. I think a good draft next year puts us on a on a good path. I think this was a great one. Yep. And Brady's gonna Brady's definitely gonna take that out of context and use that for me every single in every single debate. He's just gonna say, Oh, Keyshawn said that Carolina is gonna go to the Super Bowl this year. Ooh. You so, just I'm looking said, forward to that. Just, you should have said road to like the wild thing. I don't know why I had to go straight to Super Bowl. Well, I mean the ultimate goal is winning the Super Bowl. I I don't want to get to the wild card round. I want to get to the Super Bowl. So we're we're on the road back, we're on the road back, and I think yeah. I think we'll we'll send it over to uh, the guy who had the most positive reaction to his team's draft picks. Uh, Ryan, what did you think of Green Bay's draft? Uh, yeah, I'm redlining my uh, connection here. So can everybody hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can hear. You. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, so I'll say this off just like right off the bat. I'll say this: it was not a good draft, but I will say I do not hate the players. And they have all of the potential to be great players no matter what. I mean, Brady came out of the six, so it doesn't really matter where you get drafted. But I hate the picks for Green Bay. Like, for another team, that could be a perfect pick. Like, if, if Jordan Love went to New England, it could be, like, a home run pick for them, right? Yeah. So, it, it like, it really, it really depends. Like, I think it's it was a terrible draft for the Packers, and most analysts think so. Like, I checked a, a couple of people's... Um, like grades or whatever and it was like d like d minus like just so bad and mostly it's because um it was a draft full of reaches i mean they they traded up they used a third round pick to trade up to get a quarterback that nobody was going to pick um and i think they traded up maybe three spots so it was really useless to me um then in the second round they picked a running back that was ranked 
as a sixth round running back. So that was kind of weird. And then in the third round, they picked a tight end that plays fullback. So it was just the most confusing and useless draft ever. Obviously, what they're trying to do is run the ball more, but the running back that we used a second-round pick on is not going to play. We already have Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. And- yeah, so so Ryan, you and I, you and I had uh, a couple couple discussions about uh, Green Bay's pick, to say the least. Um, yeah, I, like, I, I mean, mean, I I I don't I don't I don't disagree with you. I think if I'm Green Bay, who's Green Bay's GM? Do you know his name? Brian Gutekunst. If I, if I'm if I'm Brian, um, I'm not. I'm not going quarterback in the first round. Not a chance. It's like there's still a Vizca Chano. There's uh, hold on. Where, where are you picking here? They have Patrick picking... Queen. Yeah, Patrick there, there's on the board. There, there's linebackers. I think there's so many other spots you can go with. I understand the logic behind the pick, where you did the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. You take a quarterback late in the first round, let him develop, and all of a sudden he turns into a stud. But I don't think this was the year to do that. I think next year Correct. you can start looking at that. The year after that, maybe you can start looking at that. Um, but I think receiver and linebacker, linebacker being the first one with the with the loss of uh, oh, who's your middle backer again? Last year, great player. Uh, for for last year, yeah, the tackle guy, great tackle, great Martinez. Oh, Blake Martinez. Yeah, you, you lose Blake Martinez. Sorry, right? I, you said and, tackle guy, and I thought you meant one of our tackles. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the guy that gets a lot of tackles. Um, yeah, Blake Martinez. But like, I, I, I think you go Patrick Queen there, and I feel like that is just I can't believe that they traded up and then. But there was also reports that they were trying to trade up into the teens. So don't forget, it could be a lot worse. Uh, I agree with the fact that you said you don't hate the players; you hate the picks. I, I, I can get fully behind that. And um, the, the only thing I will say, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. The only thing I will say is who's the who's the running back they took? It was um, hold Dylan, on, I have their Dylan, right? Hey, Dylan. Um, so the only thing I could see that kind of justifies it is Jamal Williams. His contract's got to be up at the end of this year, his rookie contract. So maybe they don't bring him back and they just keep like a cheap second running back. But again, that's something that you can address in next year's draft and bring in the rookie then, especially with how good. Uh, uh, frick, I'm so bad at the Packers' name. No, okay, apparently. so I, I get Aaron that Jones. logic. I get that logic. Well, if they don't pay Aaron Jones, we're going to have some problems. Like, I'm going to yeah. throw hands. But yeah. um, I'm okay with letting Jamal Williams walk if 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 this A.J. Dillon guy is going to come in and, and replace, like, what Jamal Williams brought. However, there's two uncertainties. Well, there's two things. He may never be as good as Jamal Williams at what Jamal Williams does. And Jamal Williams is a pretty good running back. Could be a running back one on some teams. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. Going to be that good. Secondly, you could have gotten this guy in the fifth or sixth round. You didn't have to use a second round draft pick to get him. You just did. Like yeah. nobody was going to pick him. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree with that. Like I think, I, I just, I think again, good players, not the right spots for these guys. Uh, you know, yeah, hopefully, and, and ho- the, hopefully, the Gara kid. The Dagara kid seems like a great guy, and he might become a great tight end. But they're using they're going to be using him as a fullback H back position, and you don't you you just don't use a third round pick for that. You don't. That's, yeah, that's like, I mean, fun. yeah, you do uh, pull a Belichick and pull drop a kicker instead, but not a not a fullback. Yep. Um. Um. Other than that, um, I will say like it's sort of like the Packers. It's almost like. You know how like you have fourth and inches, and most and most coaches would um, go for it, like a QB sneak, go for it and get the yeah. first down. Yeah, they punted and it was on the forty yard line, and they were down by six with one minute left. Like, <laughs> it's uh, like it's like they're so afraid of like um, ruining, like giving up the future that they like forget about the present. Like you have Aaron Rodgers on a, I think he's five years left on his contract. You went yeah. to the NFC Championship game last year. Um. It seems like they were in the perfect position to take a really good wide receiver in the first round, deepest wide receiver class in who knows how long. Um, they didn't take a wide receiver at all, like full stop. They yeah. signed a undrafted rookie um, out of who knows where. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just it seems like they have given up on Aaron Rodgers' time. Like they aren't going to try and maximize it. They're building the future. Like. 
the the pieces that they have work for a really good future. Like I've seen tape on Jordan Love. He is immensely talented, but has terrible uh, accuracy and turnover issues. He had the most interceptions thrown in all of college football last year. All of it. Yeah. Um. I think like one thing that you mentioned really quickly there. Was- you have to keep in mind that there is a future for all these NFL teams. But if you're a team that can win now, the future doesn't matter. Look at Pittsburgh in the NHL, right? They're giving up first-round picks. They're giving up whatever it takes. They're giving up all their prospects because they know they can win. If you look at Green Bay, Green Bay, like you said, Ryan, a team that made the NFC Championship game and lost to a very, very talented Niners team, they they can win now. That's a team that can win now. But they they instead chose to focus on the future, which I don't agree with. Yeah, I, I've been saying, like, if you have two Hall of Fame talents like Crosby and Malkin, you better maximize the window that you have with them because Agreed. they're going to be retiring Agreed. soon. And Jim Rutherford has been completely transparent about that. He says, any yep. trade that I can trade that will make this team better now, I will do it. And he has. The Packers have been totally inept at that. Totally inept. Yeah, like, like they, would you rather... They, would you rather... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, uh, before Brian Goodikens, the other GM before him... Um, didn't use a free agency to make his team better, which every team does. And the mm-hmm. Patriots are masterclass at it, and they've won six Super Bowls recently. Um, the They didn't use free agency. They didn't draft any weapons in the first round. The only skill position player in the off on offense that the Packers have drafted since Aaron Rodgers has been Jordan Love this year. They <laughs> have never used a first-round draft pick on getting weapons for Aaron Rodgers. And if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be pissed too. Yeah, no, yes, I mean... Devontae Adams developed into... He was a third-round pick, I believe. He developed into one of the best wide receivers in the league. Um, and I guess, like, you could say that anybody could do that too, right? They have a couple draft picks that are still developing, but yep. it's one in a million. Like, you're you're basically hedging all of your bets on a person developing into Devontae Adams. And um, it still took him three years to even get like as good as he is or near as good as he is right now and yeah i get the draft pick for the quarterback like yeah or it will run it back do what we did for aaron Rodgers. like we'll pick him when let him develop and whatever but the chances that you get another hall of fame quarterback are very 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 slim like it's not every day you just you just land on a pick like that yeah especially with all the question marks surrounding jordan love i think this is one that uh a little bit of a head scratcher. Like I was trying to, I was trying to justify it. You know, it worked out in the, in the past. Maybe it works out again. But you, you, you. Uh, I think, I think your window's open now. Why, why, why shut it? Go for it. Go big or go home. Right. Yeah, and in, in this in this off season so far, the Packers have actually gotten a lot worse than they got better, which is impressive. Like it's impressive that you can do hard that. to do, <laughs> especially Every with like minimal minimal retirements. Better. Minimal retirements. I don't know what they're doing. Like, are they saving up to like, get some huge like like player with a lot of like cap space? I don't know. But like, they let our our uh, tackle walk, who was really really good. Balaga, he's now on the Chargers. Yeah. Um, they let him walk. They let Blake Martinez walk, who was our best tackler. And yes, he had some problems um, with the cover schemes and and being able to stay with you know tight ends or receivers if he has to cover them. Um, but he was still one of the be- he was one of the best tacklers in the league. Um, they let him walk, and their replacements are Rick Nip Wagner, who was terrible last year, terrible on the Lions, and um, I believe Christian Kirksey, who is talented, but he isn't like he was hurt all last year, and he was hurt before that, and like he's a humongous question mark. Um, so like our team got worse in both aspects there, and so. We replaced them with nobody. We didn't get anybody in the draft that can play now. We actually, only the third round pick, the fullback, may play a decent amount of snaps next year. The re- the other two aren't going to play. I can't wait. Are, I, don't get... I can't wait for like the NFC Championship game. Like the uh, Packers are like, you know, it's like fourth quarter. Jordan Love has to check into the game for some reason. Maybe like Rogers like sprained his ankle. He's out for the rest of the game or something like that. And uh, it's Jordan Love. He gets a big block from uh, Degara, throws the ball to AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon like runs down the field and scores a touchdown. Still loses thirty five nothing or thirty five to seven. Well, yeah. So, uh, I don't get 
Look, Jordan Love is supremely talented. Probably the most talented quarterback in the class. That's what people are saying. Um, I yeah. can see it. I've looked at his tape. He can make throws from anywhere on the field. I saw one back foot throw that was disgusting, and it was against LSU. Um, I think not this past year, the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, so the talent's there. It's just like he's not refined at all. Like um, not not NFL like ready, which is good. He probably went to the best scenario that was good for him, like being able to yeah. develop. Um, instead of it, being thrown to the fire, it's almost like a like a. You know, a, a free, like a, a light version of Patty Mahomes. Like, Patty Mahomes light right there. Like, you know, it's kind of like a, the pick makes less sense than it did for Kansas City. The, you know, I think like, Mahomes was more talented. Uh, we'll, we'll, so, we'll wait on the, the Patty Mahomes comparisons for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's parallels. I'm not going to make a comparison, though. I'll say that. I'll go with um, um But, like, I don't know. It's just, there's there's a lot wrong with this class. Yeah, it's it's pretty tough. We are getting we're getting closer to an hour. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to touch upon, Brady? Or are we? Uh, how you feeling? Um, I'm not sure. Um, other than that, I mean, what team do you think had the best draft class? Great question. Um, Carolina. Carolina. I I love that. I won't go with the hometown team. I'm I'm not gonna do that. I feel like that's boring for me, but. I think I'll go with the Chargers. I really like their picks with um, Herbert and Murray in the first round. I think that's two two Ooh, that's leaders of your uh, offense yeah. and defense. Um, Aiden, what about you? Best uh, best draft class. Who's got it? So <clears throat> very hard to say who has the oh. best. There were a lot Holy of teams shit, that got you've been smoking like a pack of dough. <laughs> no, no, I know, man. I it's it's only. Like, it is hilarious. It's pretty much only when we're recording. Like, no other time. <laughs> but <laughs> I won't go into it. But um, uh, there were a lot of teams that had really good drafts. But I got to say, the one of the ones that impressed me the most was the Ravens. Being able to get two big positional needs in Kenneth yeah. Murray. Or, sorry, they didn't get Kenneth Murray, did they? They got Patrick, Patrick Queen. Queen. They got Patrick Queen. Harrison. I wasn't even thinking Harrison. I was thinking J.K. Dobbins. But yeah, I, I mean, they like, did. A, they had a really good draft too. They had a actually. very good draft. That's what I'm saying. Everybody had a good draft except for the freaking Packers, man. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, it, Ryan, I feel I feel bad because if you like look at it, Carolina, my team, great draft. New England had a good draft. Tampa Bay had a great draft. Uh, Chicago well, as doesn't, much as even I hate have, to say doesn't even have a first round pick. They had a they good did. draft. Well, they had an okay draft. I don't really see the need for a tight end, but like that's the yeah, side that, point. That's true. But Minnesota I like Vikings. Though. Crushed oh. the draft. They oh, crushed. They had you know, a great Jefferson's one. Jefferson's a home round pick. I was so mad. Yeah. Anybody? You know who I'm a big fan of those. Anybody else, bro? Anybody else? I love their late. Their their late second. They go with Ezra Cleveland, the tackle from Boise, and I love that. I love that pick for them. Hey, you know and then what? Also, so, um, yeah. Jair Alexander versus Justin Jefferson for the next ten years is gonna be wild. Uh, until the Packers let him walk, because that's uh, that's classic GM Packers. Move. Uh, that's coming up. <laughs> Get ready for it. We yeah, have three more years of them, I think. Interdivision trade. They trade uh, Aaron Rodgers to to the Bears and uh, Jair yeah, I can't wait for the. I can't wait for Pack or for the Rodgers to walk like Favre did and then like come out of retirement to play for a divisional team. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Bears need a quarterback, right, Aiden? Definitely will. Um, I mean, I'd like to say so, but we'll see. <laughs> um. Also, so we do... I think. Um, oh. I would oh. say Dallas had a really good draft too. Oh, yes. they had a great draft. Yeah, CD Trayvon Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, yeah. And, and my also boy, Neville can, Gallimore, Canadian boys. Miss yeah. St. Catharines, Aiden. Miss uh, Ottawa. I'm just an idiot. From um, yeah, from Ottawa, Ottawa played oh, he, football. He played in St. Catharines. Yeah, he played. Ah, he played okay. at a boarding school in St. Catharines. Cool, cool, cool. I, um, I just think that um, I, I don't think Dallas thought that Lamb would fall to them. So like when they when he did, it's like, well, we have to get him. And, yeah, um, Jerry, Jerry Jones is sitting in his evil, insane. evil villain lab, just sitting there like, "Ooh, this bro, is that ideal. was a that was like a four hundred million dollar yacht, bro." Dude, it looked like it was straight out of a like a, a a movie. Like he was just clearly the villain in the movie. Yeah, two guys. That's all. Um, I will say this: uh, one year in Dallas, uh, Mike McCarthy gets a immediate uh, wi- like wide receiver threat, and yeah, CD yep. Lamb, obviously. Um, yeah. well, how many years in 15 in Green Bay and he didn't get one? Dude, I, there, there's insane. a chance that Dallas competes for a Super Bowl this year. This year. 
they could. I think I think they're. They had like I mean, one of the most talented teams last year. They they will always be the really good on paper team. Yeah. Yeah. Except true. now they have a good coach. They don't have they don't have clap your hands, Garrett. So. Yeah, it's true. Well, well, I hope they don't do well, but um, they'll. I think yeah. they'll definitely do better than before. They could make a shot yes. at the NFC Championship, but are they good enough to be the Saints? I don't know. Yeah, well, the Saints and the Buccaneers now, right? And yeah, I, don't I forget, giving, I was giving props to Saints over Bucks just because like they're an established team; they've been working together for years. That NFC South's gonna be wild to watch this year, dude. I, I'm I, yeah. best division of football. Uh, like, it has to now, be. You yeah. have two of the top teams in the league, man. Like it, yeah. it's and you know Atlanta's Atlanta's a decent team. Carolina could be a decent team. Could be shit depending on how this offense goes. So we'll see. But I, I'm so excited to watch football again. Arizona, so excited like, to watch Atlanta, sports again. Sorry, Atlanta will always be deadly when they have Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Like, there's always a chance. Yeah. And don't yeah. forget, they also drafted Calvin Ridley, who's been a stud. So that's kind of scary. Yeah, I love Ridley. Yeah, that was last year, right? Yeah. So that'll okay. be that'll be interesting. Um, and, you know, they, they got two a, two solid receivers. So yeah, they added AJ Terrell. Uh, I think also before we wrap AJ up, Terrell. Aiden Aiden wanted to uh, talk about something real quick. Yeah, we got a special case of an announcement. Aiden, what do you got for us? Oh, uh, you know, well, we're on our way to starting our own streaming channel. So uh, all the guys are, like, all the four of us are all going to be streaming um, different types of games. Um, we're going to be doing throwbacks like NCAA 14 to the newest, like, NHL 20. And we're also, it's not just going to be sports, by the way. Um, I have some ideas brewing as well as the other guys that we're going to do for some fun um tournament stuff and not only that uh just some funny videos that are outside of the sporting world so um we'll yeah. definitely see what we can I'll get going there Warzone. yeah exactly ryan's gonna um be in the gulag a lot in Warzone, so you can go see him there <laughs> um boys i got i got my my hard drive coming in so maybe the three of us can rip some Warzone, and brady can just exactly yeah his ps4 well no the four of us can war zones yeah you can we can play it's cross cross-platform i played with ryan yeah. tomlin the other day but uh, Ayo, that's so sick. we. I don't, I don't have that game. It's free. It's free. Well, like, do I need Call of Duty? No, no, you just need to download Warzone. We won't go into it right now, but that's kind of what's happening at Case and Pun. Um, Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. So we're gonna make sure that uh, our Instagram, our Twitter, all that keeps updating you guys on what games we're planning on streaming and uh, when we're gonna be streaming that. Um, also, if you guys have any ideas, I know uh, all five of our listeners might not even know. Uh, the mechanics of the streaming, but if you guys have any ideas of what games you want us to stream, just let us know. But you think and, uh, you think Caleb has any idea of how to find our stream? Like, there's not a chance. <laughs> did not you, a chance uh, he figures it out. They didn't say like say the name of the stream, like where to find it. Oh, no, I, I haven't. But I'm Ryan like Ryan Tomlin and Kevin Tomlin because they said they've listened to every episode. Oh, Ryan Tomlin's dad too. Yeah. Shout out. That's beautiful. Oh, that man. is beautiful. Big, Love to hear big that. Kev. Big Kev. Big Go way back with those boys. So that's the other thing. If you guys want to stream, like if you guys want to be a guest on our stream, let us know as well. Um, we'll try to do that type of thing. Like if anyone recommends us a game that they want us to stream or like uh, something that they want us to do on our stream, like a game mode in a specific game, we'll definitely try to Strip get them poker. on with us. Um, what, Brady? Strip poker. And that's Patreon content. <laughs> yes. That... Yeah, cam girls. All right, <laughs> all right. Chat well, bait. that's the bare basics of it. But uh, yeah, I we're think, gonna um, go ahead. I think uh, we'll be hosting people a lot. I think you can do that on Twitch as well. Um, you yeah. can host people and uh, kind of like let other your like viewers watch other decent well, players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll, so yeah, we'll 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 host Noel Miller. He needs it. Yeah, he he definitely needs our support. We're gonna have um, big, oh, we'll, uh, we'll host I Sash Man. I was, oh, yeah. Damn it! So, I was gonna make a joke. We were, we're gonna have big, big partners on Twitch with Isatchman coming in hot. But uh, yeah. we'll I, set that I up. We'll, we'll message him. Yeah. So yeah, I'll we're, walk we're over still right through there. We're still working on getting the account all set up. But once we have everything set up, uh, we're gonna release the uh, username so you guys can go give us a follow um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but we're okay. gonna be streaming on Twitch. That's gonna be the site we're streaming on. Twitch.tv. You guys are ready might for another forty-five some, uh, seasons of a uh... stream? Some chess as well. Get the chess fans going. <laughs> Get the chess. Chess. Um, <laughs> yeah, chess I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm. I've been working on some overlays. I'll. I'll send a picture now, actually, to the boys, and then um, we're gonna get some cool stuff, and then we'll 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 have like the donut. Do you have one like Noel Miller's? Yeah, but it's like super basic. It's not like because he's like a programmer, so he knows how to do that stuff. 
I'll just it's, show you. I can't can't be that hard. I well, I could I could see it being pretty hard. It's all right, well, so you know what? We'll we'll talk about this uh, when we're done recording, but... Yeah, yeah we'll get we'll our editor this. to do it. We'll get our We'll talk about this and No, I'm not doing that. Well, we'll talk about this in two minutes. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. You can follow all the boys down below in the description, but our links are at Case and Punt on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, like I just said, all our links are down in the description. Uh, you can go follow us on Twitch. Uh, I think we're going to do another plug for the Mental Corner. Uh, you can follow his YouTube down below, also in the description. Uh, he's doing some really cool stuff, so definitely go check that out. And yeah, is there anything else anybody wants to plug? Nope. Should we plug our, our music guy again? We haven't done that in a while. Brennan the producer. Yep. Oh yeah, good idea. Yeah, Brennan the producer. Sound sound. He makes the intro and outro music. Uh, I know you guys aren't skipping that because that beat is fire. So let's uh, get him some more love on SoundCloud. There you go. Check him out. All right, Brady. You want to hit, hit us with a sign? Yeah. Thanks for joining, and may your Punts behind Dinosaur the 10. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Go Packers.